Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Misfit Podcast, the first episode of 2022. Here we go now. I am so excited to be back and in action. I am your host, Georgie Paul, and if you have been a listener of mine, I took a little break over the holidays. Wasn't something I intentionally did. However, I just had a lot going on and the best thing for me to do was just be quiet. I was not in the place to talk about anything and I really didn't even have the energy to interview people. Some of the things that went down, I had COVID, I got divorced, um, we had Christmas, New Year's, holidays, just you name it, went on. And I'm very excited for the new year, so I thought that I... I'm in a place to get back to doing this thing that I love so much. So those of you that have reached out or sent me little messages and enjoy the podcast, you mean the absolute world to me, just so you know. And this is something that I've been very passionate about for a long time. Like I said, I started this because I have literally talked on my Instagram all day, every day for years, and I really enjoy this platform. So today I want to talk about the new year and yes we're already a week into January and a lot of this stuff I'm talking about some of you that are super planner people or goal oriented people have probably already done this and maybe already have you know plans for the new years and dream boards and vision boards and goals and all that but I do know that there are people that don't and if you don't right now you haven't done all of that like relax don't put stress on yourself if you have set new year's resolutions and goals and stuff like that I applaud you if you haven't I still applaud you it's okay we can figure it out so I'm kind of going to talk about what that process has looked for me um, why I'm excited to move forward and focus on this new year and goals and kind of my thoughts and perspective around it so I don't have any notes or anything in front of me. I was like kind of like going through my goals and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? I do best when I just talk straight from my head and my heart. So that's kind of what I was thinking of. So in years past, I would, I've been setting goals for a long time, not just New Year's goals, but I have been a very goal-oriented person. Personal development books and, and personal growth books, stuff like that has taught me to set goals Really, setting goals is is key, guys, because you think about if you set your GPS somewhere, you're going to get there versus if you just get in your car and start driving, you don't know what's going on. So if you're not intentionally thinking about what kind of things you want this year, what kind of things you want with your life, you're just kind of floating and you're going to end up wherever it leads you. And I'm really passionate about this this topic right now because... I feel that that has been the last six months, year, possibly even two years of my life. I talked a lot in the last podcast about kind of being in a survival mode. And what the problem with when you're in that situation is you're making decisions that aren't calculated. And they're like chaotic things are going to happen. This is speaking from my own experience. And you're going to not realize what you're doing. And you're just making all these decisions out of survival mode and that's what happens once we start the year without any type of goal plan or intention because every just because it's January 1st and everything's new maybe you start going to the gym 
maybe you cleaned out your closets or all that stuff and that's great but if you don't have some kind of thought process or intention or goal set the same thing's going to happen we're going to ring in the new year of 2022 and you're going to be like what happened this year like I didn't make progress on these things that I wanted to or this got left behind or I made these decisions that I did not want and I was just trying to cope with something because that's where I found myself making decisions that I, I don't want to do just because I have no plan and I have grace for myself in that because I was going through a divorce and it's very hard to have any type of plan for your life when you literally flip your life upside down and everything that every kind of thing that you thought was going to happen in your life is now opposite basically my entire um, identity has shifted and I'm excited to get back to podcasting because I feel that I've taken time and reset my brain and focus and now I I do have a clear goal of what my focus is this year and in the next few months and I'm so relieved to say that and if you are whatever stage of this that you're in if you are kind of like me where things are just crazy right now and you are like surviving, maybe setting some of these small intentions or goals that I'm going to talk about can help you. If you are totally good in your life and you already have and you already have New Year's resolutions and things like that, maybe just some of the perspective that I have of mistakes I've made in the past when doing this or things to not cause overwhelm. So where I found myself for the last year and why I felt like I was just clinging to things and in survival mode and stress and whatever. I spent the entire last year of my life basically trying to control everything around me and make everything okay, which I don't know if you can relate, but this is definitely something I've had since childhood is trying to make everything and everyone around me okay. And making sure that these people still like me, making sure that these people aren't hurt, making sure everybody is staying afloat to the point where I am just okay with myself drowning. And I'm concerned about, I've talked a lot about being so worried about other people's opinions, but it's not even other people. It was what's going to happen in my life. Like I have to control this. I have to control this. I have to control this. And I don't know why it took me so long to see because I do believe in God. That's my personal choice and faith. And it's not these things aren't really in my control anyway. My actions are in my control. My mindset is in my control. But it's not my job to make everything okay and like make my life go the exact way that I want it to go because that's why I was living in so much stress and anxiety and not able to be the person that I am. Like I didn't excel in my business last year because I was so consumed with everything else that I couldn't even be myself I wasn't doing my happy self things my I'm like the most driven motivated person and there was not much of that in me last year because I was so consumed with everything that was going on so what I want to ask you and I don't care if it's the first week of January when you listen to this I don't care if it's in July take Sometime, this is what I did first, and reflect because these are kind of how I got to the, to this point and understanding myself and where I was in my mindset because I actually took the time to sit back and go through everything I experienced, every decision I made, how I felt, 
and words that I were coming up with was I was full of anxiety and worry and stress last year. And it was not even over my own self. I felt okay. I felt like I could I could handle myself. I was trying to keep everyone else above water. The reality is a lot of those people didn't need me to keep them above water. And I was just overthinking and overstressing everything because I felt like everything was my in my power and my control. Like I was the one that had to fix everything. It, I've talked about being an empath. That's that's a struggle for empaths is needing to make everyone okay. And I've just realized that that's not the thing. So take some time and reflect because this is kind of where I was going to talk about the perspective of how I'm approaching the new year and my goals and my resolutions. I'm a very goal-oriented, task-motivated-driven person. So for years, my New Year's resolutions have looked like things to achieve, achievement, achievement, achievement. And now, and while I still have lots of things that I am looking forward to achieving and things that I wrote down, my main intention and focus is what kind of life I live, want to live, how it feels, and what is my mindset around the things that are going to happen. Because I've said this so many times, but one of my favorite things that Jim Rohn says is what I know for sure in this next year is there will be opportunity mixed with difficulty. Every single year, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't matter how great your year is or how bad. I know so many people were posting those high, the highlight reels like, and I love them. It's like all the awesome things that happened this year. Then there was another trend that was like, thank you for the happiest year of my life. So a lot of people fell in love, things like that. My first initial reaction is when I saw those is I was like, this is not the year for that. But then when I actually reflect, so many beautiful things happened this year. So many incredible like steps forward in my own self and so many beautiful things with my child and so many new friendships. Yes, it was probably the hardest year of my life but there was also beauty and that is life like there are going to be years where it is like so high most of the time but there are going to be some hurtful lows in the midst of that year vice versa you're not you're a pessimist if you can say your entire year was trash and I hope that I don't hurt your feelings by saying that maybe you lost like three people maybe things were bad but there was still beauty in the last year that's that's kind of what I'm saying with the mindset the next thing I did after I reflected was I spent time thinking about what do I enjoy doing most like when am I the happiest and what like makes me feel free like some of the things that I wrote down were music I absolutely love music So I want to spend more time doing that. So I'm obsessed with reading and audible books and stuff like that. But there are certain times that I set aside to where I'm I'm just listening to music. So when I'm working out or when I'm getting ready, like I don't put makeup on very often. So when I put makeup on, I love listening to some Chris Brown and Mike and all my favorite people and dancing and and doing that. That is such a small thing that I can add more into my days to create joy. I also, it's four or five days into January and I already have bought two concert tickets for the year of two people that, two bands that I really love. Um, an artist that I really love and a band I really love and I have two more on my list I haven't found them touring anything but I'm hoping that that happens obviously big things like I'm obsessed with traveling so I was looking at what 
travel plans do I already have for the year? What things could I fit in? I love water. So I live in Ohio. So obviously anytime I can go to the ocean, I'm going to. But just to get that in, I did the, I started the 75 hard challenge. I didn't finish it. Still salty about it. However, when I was doing that, even though it was winter time, I was walking at the reservoir and there's this beautiful pond or lake or whatever it's going to be. And I always feel peace doing that. And then downtown Sandusky, there's water and I go sit by there. So it's, I'm intentionally writing down these little things that I really enjoy with my life. Dinners with friends. I, I went and had, me and Ari went over to my friend Ashley's and her and her daughter and she just made chicken and a healthy dinner and the kids played and I sat and talked with her. That is so life-giving to me. So how do I make more moments like that to create friendships? Just do this for yourself. Like take, take analysis of what really makes you happy, smallest to biggest things, and then think about how you're going to put that into the next year. Instead of just, I'm going to lose 30 pounds, I shouldn't say just, instead of I'm going to lose 30 pounds, I'm going to make this my money, I'm going to pay this off. I am all for those. But thinking more about for me, this is the first year that I've really looked at it as like, what kind of life do I want to have every single day? Because I already know disappointment is going to come. I already know painful things are going to happen. I already know things are not going to go my way. I'm going to get hurt. But I'm also going to choose as much living and happiness and life that I can possibly get out of this next year intentionally. And that's the difference is instead of floating and letting these happen, if I don't, if I don't think about it, then I don't get those concert tickets unless it just magically pops up and someone's like, hey, you want to go? I'm intentionally planning these things because I'm going to have moments like this and I'm going to figure it out. Same thing, even if your goals is like, you know, financial or your weight loss, your health or whatever. And I've also seen a lot of negativity around New Year's resolutions and people being like, okay, we'll see you in February. Or, oh, let me guess, you guys are all going to quit watching social media and get healthy and don't listen to that garbage, okay? Those are people that are, their mindset is lower and they're going to try to pull you down and don't feed into that because if you do fall off or whatever, you're not another statistic of the new year. And if it, if the new year is giving you energy and inspiration to change and go after something and, and be a new person, like take the time, like it forced me to sit back and look at my life because I have been so head down and trying to survive and get through that I haven't taken any time to see the beauty in things and and analyze back what I want. So something I did for myself that has already served me and I am using it. I've used it multiple times already in the last few days is I kind of created a very simple mantra for myself and I'm going to tell you how I did that and possibly something that you can do because we're all living different lives. We're all going through different things. We all need different things right now. But because of my, the stuff that I've gone through in the last year and the confusion and the anxiety and all this stuff, my mantra for myself this year is if it's for me, it will not miss me. So I am repeating that to myself because when something happens that I wanted or I'm confused about or I'm disappointed by, I immediately go into devastation and I used to, especially this last year. 
confusion, devastation, fix-it mode, anxiety, constant thinking about it, like letting it overtake overtake me. So if, if you can relate, like if you're hurting or something happens and you find yourself not even be able to enjoy friendships or I can't tell you, I'm so upset about this. I can't tell you. There's two or three times in the last six months that I was somewhere with friends or family and there was a beautiful moment going on and something that I was so stressed and worried about, I let it ruin my time with those people. I'm done, I'm done doing that. That is never going to happen again. To where I'm so anxious and worried about a situation or a person or whatever that I am not present and enjoying myself in the moment for the people that are giving me their time. I went out for a friend's birthday and I feel, still feel guilty. I've apologized to her. I couldn't even have fun because I was so consumed with the anxiety and the stress and the whatever of a different situation that wasn't happening. I'm not doing that. So whether it's a, you can borrow my mantra if this fits you, but I want you to think about your own and what you really need to focus on. Maybe, and for me, that if it's for me, it won't miss me is I'm, my personal faith is I believe that God is in control of my life. And if something's for me, it's not going to miss me. So I'm not going to spend all this anxious time trying to fix it because we also say something in our business. Like when I'm teaching people to work with clients, you can't say the right thing to the wrong person and you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. So I just feel if it's a business venture that I'm looking forward to or a person or a friendship, any kind of situation that I possibly want in my life, if it's for me, it'll come to me. It's going to be how it, it's going to work out how it needs to. And me spending time being stressed and worried about it does nothing except ruin my day, my relationships with other people, my productivity level. There, My mantra for the year is no anxiety. Now, is that going to be possible? No. I'm sure I'm going to cry and freak out over things. I'm sure I'm going to stress, but I'm going to remind myself of that and get back to there because... Even something happened a couple days ago that I immediately could feel the anxiety and the sadness and everything coming up. And I was like, if it's for me, this is, you know, life's going to work out for me. Life is working out for me. If it's for me, it's not going to miss me. And And maybe this relates to some of you guys. Maybe you can take this mantra on for yourself. But it's just taking the stress and anxiety of me trying to fix everything so if you're someone who feels like you're constantly trying to control everything and fix everything and make everything okay you do not need to live with that stress y'all we do not need to live with that stress because it's going to be okay and I'm going to be patient in everything and if something hurts me and something that I thought was going to be for me that's not then I understand that something better is coming Something better is going to work out in my favor that I don't see because I trust in that. And that's difficult to do. But let me tell you, I already have felt the weight lifted for focusing on that. So whatever your mantra is going to be, keep it something simple. Maybe it's my health comes first this year. Maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know what it is for you because I've spent a lot of time thinking about what it is for me and 
I feel excited for the future again. I feel... I went through a lot of things. This is how I did it. I journaled and I was just kind of brain dumping of like what I want, how I want to feel every day, what is going through my head and different things like I want to be calm. I want to be happy no matter what's going on. These are kind of things I was writing down. I don't want to fear the future I want to be excited for it and then I kind of like looked at all of those things and that's what I came up with and so first one of the things that's guided me that I think was a huge help in the mindset that I was in uh, a friend actually a couple people have recommended this book the untethered soul to me but I never got around to reading it till about a month ago I'm on I think chapter 15 or 14 or something my friend Jess was the last one and she texted me and was basically like hey God put this on my heart to send this to you and I'm so thankful to her because that direct text message I was like okay I need to listen to this book and so far what I've gathered from the book and maybe just give you a little bit in case it's something that you want to get into I'm listening to it on audible there's parts of that book that kind of pulled this out of me because that book kind of talks about sitting and observing everything that's going on instead of going with the emotions like it talks about you have these emotions and you have these thoughts and you have these feelings and you don't have to be attached to them and a lot of times people attach to them and then they hold they are holding themselves hostage to pain or whatever that they can't even control. And he today I was like, wow, totally mind blown me, but today it was talking about you believing that you can control things is is stressful enough and that's what a lot of us do is we think that we are in control of what's going to happen in the world. He's like, that's bad enough, but let alone if you put your happiness or stress on somebody else, you're you're going to be in big trouble is basically what it said. So you can't, you can't find, and we've talked about this and every person in the book talks about this, but you can't put your happiness on somebody. You have to have a peace within yourself that whoever comes and whoever goes, you're going to be okay. And no matter what happens, you're going to be okay. And you're, you're going to choose that you're going to be happy no matter what that means. And that doesn't mean that we're not going to cry and grieve and anger and all of the human emotions. That definitely needs to happen. However, there's I'm really working on the peace within myself because when I got off track the last year and stress and everything else, I got off track of trusting myself and my inner being and my emotions of knowing what I need for myself and trusting my own gut. I was being thrown back and forth and making, like I said, decisions and and thoughts and feelings just to get through and not reminding myself like who I am. And you need to remind yourself who you are because you are fine. You are okay. You can handle anything. You don't need somebody else You don't need validation from anyone else. You need to be whole and healthy in your own self. And it reminds me a lot of, I think on this podcast I talked about Will Smith talking about skydiving. Oh, I also finished all my Will Smith book. Please go read that book. Please go read Will Smith's book. It is so incredibly good. Will Smith and um, The Untethered Soul are my book recommendations. Squirrel. However, when he talks about skydiving he talks about 
until you open the door of the plane and you're getting ready to jump, you don't need that fear. And to me, that's what I was, he talks about the day before being scared, not being able to sleep, not being able to eat breakfast, worry, 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 when you're not even near the danger. And and that is what I spent my entire year doing last year. Worry, 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 worry about a situation that's not even happening. Control, 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 control over something that I don't have any control over. Try to fix, try to fix, try to fix, try to fix when it, I, the, that situation isn't even going to present itself for another week or two days. So I was ruining and wasting my time with people for something else or somebody else or whatever else was happening instead of just being and understanding that anything that is meant to be mine will be mine. Anything that is meant for me and whatever's meant for my life is going to happen and whatever doors are closed, whether I closed them or they were closed on me and I was disappointed by it, is meant to happen and it's going to be okay. So the next and final step of this is some type of vision board and it can be very simple. Mine is very simple. In years past, there was a thousand things on it and if you did this, that's fine. Do you? There, I, years past, I had cars and shoes and prayers and just a bunch and I realized that life is so busy and chaotic. I am a single mother I am a divorced single mother. It's the first time I've said that. I am a divorced single mother who runs a business and is raising a four-year-old. So my life is busy. So I need simplicity and I need a few things to focus on. So my vision board is my main mantra, a couple business goals, a couple family goals, a couple spiritual goals, a couple financial goals very straight focuses straight and I'm going to over the course of this year and on this podcast I'll share come back to it because it's so easy to feel this and then time go by and get back into fall into that mode of oh my gosh everything's crazy and you're back to just floating around and there's no intention in your life again It takes work to stay intentional because life is so busy and between your work and your family and your social media and everything, it's, wow, chaotic. And I only have one child. I can't imagine people that have a bunch and everyone else's situation, whatever you're you're working through, whatever you're growing through, and then some type of visual where it's going to be. So background of your phone, for me, having like a whiteboard, a physical picture, like where you're going to see it every day, whether it's your bathroom, your bedroom. You have to see these things because we can write the best goals in the world in a journal and never open it again. And you got to have it in front of your face. You got to choose your direction of where you're going because you, if you don't, you don't know where you're going to end up. And there, to work towards something and make progress and not get it is so much better than just to hope and wish and a lot of people are just hoping and wishing hoping and wishing that they figure out when they're going to go to the gym hoping and wishing that they're going to get healthy hoping and wishing they're going to get out of their financial situation we got to pick some direction we got to have some intention 
And if you feel that your heart and your brain is at a place where you can't do that, I, for the first time, have I understand. Because for a long time, probably like six or seven years, I was like, goal set, goal set, goal set, focus, focus, achieve it, go after it, driven. And then I found myself in a place where I was like, I have no idea what I want. I have no idea how I feel. I have no idea what's going on. If you're in there... I guess I am speaking to you as a beacon of light that you will get out of there. Just keep going. And do I feel like I'm 100% healed from all this last year? No, but I do feel that I have a direction. And Jim Rohn says you cannot change your destination overnight, but you absolutely can change your direction. So I hope that listening to this today can give you some sort of energy to focus on a direction or even if it's just taking out and journaling and and having yourself look take a look at the things that happened last year like really go through your year go through what sucked go through what was good go through the best moments go through the feelings you don't ever want to have again I wrote on two pages on the left I wrote things that are staying in 21 and I wrote down beliefs I wrote down like the the anxiety and the worrying about people and all this stuff. I, there's a lot of things that I wrote down that were staying there. And you guys, if, if people need to be on that list, then people need to be on that list. Okay? And then I wrote on the other side the things I was talking about. Things that I enjoyed that I'm taking with me and adding to and intentionally going to do more of. That was more of like the music and the creating. I didn't do much creating last year and I'm a very creative person and that's like my biggest passion and you can't create from a space of confusion and that was kind of my year. I hope that this was valuable to you. I'm very excited to be back and get to working on this and get to have the energy and excitement to interview people and step forward into growth for this new year without care of what anyone else thinks about it. You guys, that is the mantra. What is for me won't miss me. If you want to borrow mine, then you can borrow mine. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. If this was helpful for you, please share it on your social media or text it to your friends. You guys mean so much to me. And I also hit my first... One goal I did hit last year was I had a goal of a thousand plays on my podcast. And I hit that in November. So I appreciate and I'm so grateful for you guys. So thank you so much. And here's to growth, happiness.